Welcome back, conscious listeners. You are here today to learn about rejection and the willingness to accept yourself through hard things. So the topic was inspired by different events in my life and different core themes that have been popping up lately. And rejection is such a sharp way to, you know, speak about how you don't get what you want or things don't turn out the way that you would have liked them to, or simply when you personally get denied or are not granted access to, you know, different resources or whatever the case may be. Rejection is such a big core in my life because it tends to bleed and run through, you know, my blood. It runs through my blood and it certainly runs through my caseload of the clients that I work with present day. And when I'm working with rejection with kids, it's so interesting because it's such a time in their life where they're you know, forming and norming their identity and they're creating the person that they want to become within who they already are and who they're becoming and being. And there is so much to face with the external chatter, with the external expectations, with parent expectations of how they want their child to be and behave and move through the world. And a lot of that can be triggering when you're just trying to find yourself and you're just trying to figure out who you are and what you want out of life. And what comes up with rejection is, you know, the fear of speaking up, the fear of telling others how you feel and the fear of, um, really getting to authentically, genuinely express your internal world with that fear of what if somebody doesn't listen? What if someone doesn't take me seriously? What if I perceive I don't matter in the exchange? What if it's really painful and hard? Um, What if it's a topic that, you know, hasn't really been leaned into or challenged before? What if, um, what if this brings up past memories or events? And sometimes just the fear of being rejected for being you and having your real true feelings, right? Just the thought of, oh my gosh, what if the things I'm feeling and sensing and experiencing aren't acceptable, right? Just the fear of not fitting the mold or um, fitting in is what keeps us from being genuine and from being authentic and showing up as we are. I think rejection is a big part of development as well because of, yeah, the parent pressures and the societal expectations of how you are in the world. I think about, you know, when adults are raising children and, Think of all the commands, like just start to notice like what's being asked or what's being requested from adults to children, right? It's constant. 
look here, do this, smile, watch your stuff, be careful, right? Like there's so much. Um, and of course there's good intention and that there's safety in that too. But what's crazy is when kids experience rejection because they don't want to voice how they feel or how um, they show up, right? It tends to be filtered sometimes through adults first, like sometimes adults take that personally, right? Or sometimes adults um, aren't as willing to feel rejected in order to be themselves because they may not like who they are. They may not like who they are when they spend time with themselves, right? You never know. And I think that an effort to demonstrate for kids that it's okay to be rejected and to feel the feelings that you're having among the rejection, as well as still getting to be yourself. And that like under it all is this unconditional depth and wealth of support. So if a parent or if an adult is expressing that they aren't able to tolerate rejection, or if they're not able to effectively demonstrate what it's like to be regulated through rejection, it's gonna be a lot harder for kids to figure that out because rejection can be activating, right? And rejection can bring us this anxiety, right? Like the fear of being rejected and that hyper state, whereas when you are willing to feel rejected and willing to feel the sadness that comes with that, um, it is more regulated and there is a balance between the hype of being out of um, that regulated place. So I know rejection too is not something that we tend to talk about. It tends to also be taboo. And I believe that um, we're constantly working um, to try to produce and we're constantly working to try to like be better and do better and meet our goals and get the next best thing, right? And it's curious because you have to question if it's coming from a place of feeling not good enough. And so therefore you have to compensate by overdoing it, overachieving, right? Like you have to question, like, is there an avoidance piece within it? Or is it genuinely that, yeah, you want to do better, be better and become more um, within that place of being able to feel what you're feeling as it comes up and as you feel it. But again, this is where we feel inconvenienced is because we do not want to slow down enough to know how we're feeling or to give it the time of day, right? And if someone in our life is experiencing rejection and if what they want to do is then shut down and not be involved and like, you know, not participate in their experience, well, that's just um, them trying to connect with the feelings that they're having, but they don't have the skills and tools to necessarily 
um, experience that in a way that feels okay. And if someone in your life is experiencing this, right, you get to say, oh my gosh, wow. Sounds like you're having a feeling, you know, like, and of course they're going to say, well, what do I do? How do I fix it? How does it change? And when you're having a feeling, your feeling is running its course. So depending on the state that you're in, the tolerance that you have, you know, however rested or however tired you are in that moment, your feeling gets to decide how long it takes to be in. And I think about when I'm in the bathtub and how like the ions of the water are charged and it's just such a place of intuition, right? And if you think of it literally, it's like you're laying in your own filth, right? Like you're laying in your own skin and you're, you're sitting in it, right? You're sitting with it. And if you imagine your, um, your feelings as perhaps, yeah, like as a metaphor for like the bacteria on your skin, right? It's a moment to sit with it without judging it, right? So I could say, ooh, I don't want to sit in my own filth. Ooh, that's disgusting. My bacteria on my skin is floating around in the bathtub. Gross. Or I can say, wow, this is part of me. Oh my gosh, I realized that yes, in several moments, this is going to be going down the drain and I'm going to have to say goodbye to this part of myself right? Like our power of perception is so big during this. And, you know, that might be the biggest question I get is how do I feel my feelings? And that's going to come unique to you and your own experience, right? And how you get to practice and track that is to be with yourself. That's the only way you know how to do it. I might be able to tell you something, but what if it doesn't work well for you? What if that way works well for me, right? You get to be in charge of your own experience and you get to drive your own ship. So I could make recommendations and I could um, give you some guidance and point you in the right direction and you get to be willing and you get to step up and arise to the occasion. And that's the magic in it, right? And that's the magic I love to witness is everybody has their own unique style. Everybody has their own unique way of doing things. And That's so beautiful because we are all so unique. And when we get to that place of being able to really trust our own experience and not having to look to experts or look to people in charge, when we get to say, I trust that what I'm doing is next and correct for me, like what that guidance and teaching actually does is that gets to be a witness to you and to honor you in your truth and in your highest allness. So it starts with you. And something to ask yourself, am I willing to feel rejected in order to be me, in order for me to experience everything that I'm truly feeling? Am I willing to acknowledge that not everybody's going to accept me in that way? And am I also willing to say, well, it's going to suck if others don't accept me, but actually I've got me and I'm accepting me no matter what happens. And am I willing to handle and deal and feel with what may happen, the pushback I may receive, like the negative, uh, I don't know, energy or reaction that others may have 
to me deciding something for me, right? Because when you think of it this way, you're always going to have, you know, a balance. You're always going to have people who are loving what you're up to. And then you might have people who it's just not aligned with their value. And that gets to be okay because they're going to find something that does align with their value, right? And then you get to trust that that's what's meant to be and what's meant to happen. So what are ways this week that you can start to track and notice when you feel rejected, right? Something I like to do in the mirror is look at myself, slow it down, and I get to talk to myself and bring awareness to these parts and pieces that may not always be accepted by others, but that may have to start with me. I may be the only one that gets to accept and love myself in that way. And that gets to be what it is. It might be painful and I might not have the willingness, but when I look at myself in the mirror, that gives me another layer of accountability where I know it's not just me. It's now me and the higher version of myself and my future self, all speaking to different parts of me. So what are ways that you personally in your own life can track when you're experiencing rejection and how you internalize that and how you move that? Because again, rejection is not something that we talk about openly. It's something that we kind of brush away or internalize and feel like we're not good enough. And, and we never like talk about it. We're only really talking about outwardly like our accomplishments and what we have done. Right. And it is a really great sign of being redirected because yeah, obviously we're being pointed in a different direction, but it's also okay to be upset that you didn't get the thing you wanted. And it's also okay to have the feelings around the fact that it didn't go your way or the way that you would so hoped for. And I feel like that's the permission that we forget to give ourselves at times. Instead, we tend to self-sabotage in the ways that we weren't enough rather than to say, actually, this is perfectly fine and exactly normal for me to be upset with this. The key again is to allow that and accept ourselves in whichever way we show up because that takes us so much further. And when we're willing to feel the rejection and when we're willing to bring a voice to what we're feeling and experiencing through rejection, then we get to claim it, own it, and be in charge of our own experience. We're not experiencing things in the world that we have even less control over, right? If, if we aren't willing to feel, what if the world presents even bigger ways for us to overcome that challenge? We're going to keep getting faced with bigger ways until we make the conscious choice and we make the decision to say, actually, I'm going to be in charge of my experience. And the last thing I'll say about rejection is that it tends to really pluck at insecurity around the fact that we have no control 
And this is huge because control in general and predictability in general and just the unknown in general is all an illusion that keeps us safe. Whenever we perceive we do have control over a situation or whenever we perceive that we have made decisions or choice points, it's just because we have that opportunity of external support in a way that we may not have had before. But when you really, really challenge yourself to think about it, we don't have any control over any moment. And that's something that really is highlighted and probably triggered when you're experiencing rejection. It's something that you have to release, right? Of like, oh my gosh, I feel like I have absolutely no control right now. Not only did this thing not go my way, but I don't even know how to handle or deal or what to do about it because it's so, it feels so far out of what my control is, right? Because again, if we did have that illusion of control, we may not have had it turn out that way, right? But then if you bring it to that next level of, okay, this happened and I'm feeling this way, what is this trying to teach me? oh my gosh, I'm having this feeling again. Oh my gosh, it's the same pattern. When this external factor happens, I feel rejected and then I feel sad about it and I internalize whatever, right? Oh my gosh, when did this pattern start? This is my ambivalence, right? This might be my attachment style surfacing. Oh my gosh, when did this start? Maybe this started when I was five, Oh my gosh, did I have enough nurturing at that age? Oh my gosh, how can I now give my inner five-year-old the nurturing that she so needs and deserves, right? You get to check that for yourself. You get to be in charge of your journey. Maybe journaling about this is something that would be helpful. What would five-year-old you need to be nurtured? maybe meditate on it, maybe journal about it. Just let it flow and let it come to you. And it's like we say in Reiki, all time happens at once. You're so able to send the energy and the nurturing that you wish that you had at that time back in time to that moment. It's so possible. So those are just a few ways to take it on to those next levels if and when it feels like you would like to. That's an invitation. That's an open invitation and some points to really dive deep into. And in the meantime, yeah, start to pay attention. Start to pay attention to your relationship to rejection. Is it something that you brush off? Is it something that you pay attention to? Is it something that you ignore? What's your relationship to it? And how do you relate? How has this started for you? And you'll probably learn a lot about the deeper layers of yourself. So dive in, dive as deep as you feel. And I'm here to support you. I'm so here to hear about how it is for you. And if you need any help, need any support, you can lean on me. So take good care, conscious listeners. I'm so proud of you. Thanks for showing up and I will see you on the flip side. Toodles.